All right, we're going to do things a little differently this morning. And I kind of mentioned that we would last week. We have been looking all month at one particular thing, and we've looked at it in a different variety of ways. We've looked at what it means to have the love of God in our lives and what it means when God loves us. We've looked at it, what it means when we love others as God has loved us. And even last week, we looked at what it means when we love God with our whole hearts. When we love God. And I thought about it, and I was like, you know, I don't think we're quite ready to move on from that last. Because honestly, in order for us to be able to fully appreciate God's love for us, in, honor, in order for us to, to love our neighbors, to love one another with the love of God, we need to be able to love God. When we love God, we understand his love for us. That unconditional love. And when we love him, then we can start modeling that love with others. When we are dedicated to loving God. And it's a commitment that we need to make. Then thinking along this lines, we do several things during Valentine's Day. And had this discussion before with somebody, it's not necessarily that we're celebrating Valentine's Day as the commercial holiday in which you see in almost any story that you go into. But what we are celebrating is love. And in a time when people are more open to that word and what it means, as Christians, we should capitalize on what that word means to us. What does love mean? And love is a commitment. Every time around Valentine's Day on a Friday, we do a vow renewal service here. Anyone who's married can take this opportunity to reaffirm and pledge their continued devotion to their spouses. And it's always a kind of a treat to see those, even seniors from our seniors program, recommitting their lives to one another in love. And that's what dedication is about. That's what it means in our heart. We need to be committed, and it needs to be something that we're willing to do over and over and over again. Let's face it. I don't know from personal experience. I've never been married. But sometimes there's just people in your lives where you love them, but every morning, every now and then, some days you have to remind yourself that you love them, right? There are some days where you have to remind yourself 
to love it. But a commitment is more. Look with me. We're going to look at 2 Timothy. Chapter 1, verse 12.
because that's how we do it, right? We know John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he won, he gave us Jesus. He backed up his love for us. He showed us in actions. To the point that Jesus died on the cross, that's how much he loves us. He sent us Jesus. And so, our dedication in our lives, our dedication of our hearts to God, is our action. It's how we follow through. When our hearts are dedicated to serving God, when our hearts are dedicated to loving God, then the actions and everything else about loving one another is going to come into play. Commitment and dedication is something that we have to be willing to choose for ourselves and not grow weary. Being committed means that we have started something that must be finished. We have to be dedicated to see it to the end, right? How many of you guys have ever started a do-it-yourself project and not finished it, right? It's either seemed too time-consuming, too hard, or too something, but something comes up, right? We start projects. Whether it's an actual project where we're building something or refurbishing something or we doing something or whether it's a simple matter of, I call it ADD cleaning, spring cleaning, you know, and then you get distracted by something and you're, you're gone and you're thinking about something else and before you know it, you didn't do what you set out to accomplish that day, right? But let's face it. A lot of us have ADD when it comes to our spiritual lives. We can't seem to stay focused. ADD is attention deficit disorder, and that's what happens with us. We seem to lose control by losing sight of what we're really doing. But the thing is, is we are called to be dedicated eternally, to be committed. Not just for a day, not just for a season. It's not even till death to us part. It's eternal. We are called to be committed and dedicated to God on a level so much higher than what we may even understand. Eternal life is what it says, right? For whosoever believes, they shall have eternal life. When marriage vows happen, there's the line that says, till death do us part, right? But God calls us to surrender our lives, surrender our hearts to him be completely committed and dedicated to serving him and to not look back. Luke 9.62 says, Jesus had replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and yet looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. He can't decide to follow 
and in doing so, surrender some of the things of your past life. And then continue to look back or even go back into the things that you should move beyond. Being committed and dedicated to God means that we should pass the point of no return. We are no longer ourselves. The old has gone and the new has come. We are a new creation. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 and 20 say, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought for a price. We are not our own. We shouldn't just move beyond what is past. But instead, we should completely burn the bridges to that old way of life, our old selves. Because we need to be completely new creations. We need to be more like Jesus, as that song says. And so the question I ask today is, are you dedicated to serving God? Salvation Army. They have you go up to the front, and then they have you fill out this little bookmark that honors the time in which you've acknowledged your calling. You date it, you sign it, and then you take it with you. There was a little bookmark for you to take with you. Well, today we created a little bookmark. At the top says a pledge of dedication. I, and then your name. Having decided to dedicate my heart to God on this day. Today is the 22nd of February. Do declare that by signing this pledge today, I am promising that I will do the following. I will love the Lord my God with all my heart, my soul, all my strength, and all my mind. And I will love my neighbors as myself. And then there's a spot for you to sign. And so in a minute, we're going to have a time. We've placed them on our holiness table here. There's some pens. Feel free to come to get one. Kneel at the altar in prayer and just spend some time thinking about your lives. 
on whether or not you're fully surrendered to God. There's this gentleman by the name of Eugene Chap who came up with this thing. You know, we just celebrated Lent starting on Wednesday, right? Ash Wednesday. And normally, we've been having this discussion about what it means when we give up something, why do we give up something? And as Christians, we like to think of stuff to give up, and we'll give up TV, we'll give up coffee, we'll give up chocolate, we'll give up this, we'll give up that. And honestly, I think we've lost sight. And then this article by Mr. Chow, he said, God didn't call you to give up your coffee for 40 days. He didn't call you to give up chocolate for 40 days. And honestly, last year I challenged us with Lynch to give up negative and pessimistic attitudes. And I'm going to go as far as say, he doesn't even call us to do that for just 40 days. What he called us to is a surrendered life. Normally it talks about fasting. And that's what Lent is about a lot of times. And that's why we give up something for 40 days. And Isaiah 58 says this. I will tell you why, I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep on oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? What kind of fasting will never get that kind of fasting will never get anywhere with me? You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think that will please the Lord? No. This is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Light the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness. And the darkness around you will be bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like some ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will know the rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. So as this article says, that's the question. In what way are you sacrificing? And how is it making me more mindful of God? In what way are you being compelled to give in to the ways of God? 
How are you giving deeply and giving to your neighbors and your family and the church and even strangers? How are you growing in your relationship with God in stewardship and generosity in your convictions? Are you growing more compassionate, more merciful? Are you growing in humility and justice? Give yourself more fully to God. So we're going to play a song. And as the song plays... That's when we're going to take in those pledge of dedication cards. They're all up here. You can come and grab them, grab a pen. I don't want you just to blindly sign it because it's something you feel you should do. It's not an appropriate action if you are not evaluating your motivation. And then what I want for you to do after you fill it out, they're about bookmark size, they're for you. I mentioned I had had one when I first heard the call to be an officer, a minister of the Salvation Army. I still have it in a Bible somewhere. I don't use that Bible all the time. It's gotten a little rough for wear. I had to get a new one because this one's a little worn out. But that's a good thing to have with the Bible. But this would be something great for you to stick somewhere, stick it. Use it as a bookmark. Use it in your day planner. Use it in a Bible. Use it. I like to stick stuff on the corner of my mirror so that every morning you can see. I've even got one of those little static pink things that says, be the change you want to see in the world. If you think the world needs to get back to being more godly, then that needs to start with you. Having decided to dedicate my heart to God. It doesn't have to be the first time. We talk about it some mornings. You get up. And you got to remember to love your loved ones, right? I want us to be able to get up and remember. To the point where it becomes habit. Like giving someone a hug when we're leaving. To love God. And to allow that love for Him and His love for us to influence every action, every word, every deed that we do. We sing that song to be like Jesus. Let's actually meet it.
Let us start by surrendering our hearts. So as the music plays,
Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now this day, Lord. We take this opportunity to give you our heart, Lord, to give you our soul, to make that declaration of dedication, Lord, to love you with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, and with all of our mind, Lord. And through this, through loving you, we will love our neighbors as ourselves. We will be able to show your love to the world, Lord. And we will truly be able to be like Jesus. Just watch over us, Lord, and give us the strength to be able to do this, Lord. For it is through your power that we can accomplish anything in your will. Be with us now, Lord. Watch over us and keep us safe. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.